listening to Beyond the Beach, a Champ Camp podcast, the only show that brings high fives and good vibes directly to your ears. Prepare to laugh, smile, and maybe even cry a little as Champ Camp's real stories and life lessons take us beyond the beach. Joni? Hey, Trevor. What's up? Hi, Joni. Not much. What's up with you? How are you? Um, I'm good. Just, you know, trying to stay busy. A little bummed. It's the second day of September. Summer's officially over, but, you know, on to the fall season. On to the fall, right. The summer for uh, for for us felt like a different type of summer than it usually does at least for the past few years so it it um <laughs> feels weird that it's september but it also felt has felt weird since may or april or whatever so um it's yeah, yeah it's just it feels weird to think that like camp would have already been over by now like yeah that's how I was trying to pace out summer I was like oh i wonder what week it would have been in champ camp right and like would have been going back to school like everything would have been normal but here we are crazy times it's like the yeah the champ camp calendar because it feels like because usually by this point it's like it's you we look back and it's like so much has just happened but and then now it's september but now it's like we look back and like nothing has happened but it's still september so time goes on i guess time goes on time keeps moving well uh yeah, thank you for jumping on this new thing with me today. I thought it would be fun to um, catch up a little bit and um, let the let your fans know what you're up to these days. Um, I started out in 2017 as just a counselor. The wonderful uh, Mary Crowley had reached out to me and was like, hey, you should totally join our awesome crew. Like, We're looking for people um, to join us in this new location, and then I... I did a little Skype, inter- Skype, throw back to Skype, did a little Skype interview with Trevor and the rest is history. Had an amazing first summer, loved it so much, so much that I came back again for another summer as the director of the location. Um, and I directed that location for what would have been three years. Um, but sadly, this summer was a little wacky, but you know, it's so, so be it. But Right. Yeah, I remember that um, the we should we shouldn't let this get out to too many people. But at uh, you were the only um, at the time you were the only uh, non in person person we hired ever. Really? Uh, yeah. 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 We hadn't. I we had never. I'd never done a like a, a virtual interview, um, but. You are obviously incredible, and a, a, a recommend a, a recommendation from the one and only Mary uh, holds a lot of weight too. So that yeah. was, yeah, that was a. I remember, I remember doing that, and I, I, oddly enough, I remember that morning super clearly of the first because you finished school that year, you know, the, on your uh, UC schedule, and like it's a little later, so like you came home and like so we hadn't we met in person the first morning of of the first day and it was kind of a trip because I I remember you were there first Mm -hmm. and I pulled up and we had never met so I I was like hi you must be Joni and so not only it was like the first time we were doing that camp but it was the first time 
I met you and um, there are a lot of firsts, but um, I'm happy they all happened and it, and it all, and it, here we are today, you know? Yeah. Um, so yeah, how's your, um, uh, I was just, just kind of like taking, bringing us to this craziness and this year, um, just like, what have you been up to since like quarantine and stuff? Cause it was going to be, it was, I mean, it was a big year, a big like milestone time in your life. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Milestone time life. It kind of really threw a, a wrench in things. Um, it was, this was my senior year of college. So it was supposed to be, you know, senior spring, like so much fun, big graduation. And then March hit and things just got crazy and uncertain from there on out. You know, mm-hmm. we were unsure if we were going to keep doing in-person classes. I was unsure if I was going to keep living in Santa Cruz. We were unsure if we were going to do camp. It was just so many we don't knows and then you know school got canceled not canceled but moved remote I moved back home camp was canceled for the first time (laughs) we were just we were just trying to to work through it to like put our best foot forward um I was doing the transition to online classes which was which was hard it was definitely not the best I had a bunch of classes that really could have benefited from being in person, but we worked through it. And then uh, we started the lives, the Facebook lives, doing yoga and baking. You know, it's funny is I actually looked forward to those so much every week because it was like, I felt like I could like help someone else during quarantine, like during this hard time, you know, like I would always appreciate my like yoga teacher from Santa Cruz doing online classes that I could take down in Los Angeles. So I always thought maybe I could like do the same thing, but on a much smaller scale. Mm-hmm. Um, and even with the baking and stuff and all that crazy stuff. Well, what's funny about the baking and the, and the yoga is that, um, so before this, you know, the, before quarantine, we didn't, we never did lives. Uh, you know, we, we maybe dabbled here and there, but um, when it all hit, we like kind of got together and like jumped all in to like weekly lives or every day and you know you were you were heading up yoga and baking but they all of that made a, enough of a splash that I, I think we I mentioned to you on the phone but um we we were contacted by a couple different like like by a city uh and like a couple other companies who are interested in like our baking camps you know and and because in the funny part it was is like like you're saying it was just a time where we kind of like found different you know hobbies and and talents and interest of like all of all of us involved to try to just put it out there just to kind of like get in hopes that someone would uh get you know some positivity out of it if, if it's parents or kids or whatever so you were doing the baking and the yoga but like it resonated uh, quite a bit uh, or enough that like uh people started to wonder like if we do baking camps and yoga camps so i thought i thought that was really cool um sometime you know. in the future. what's that maybe sometime in the future who knows yeah, there you go who knows who knows um but yeah so what crazy times but i looked forward to those lives too and like just tuning into yours um and uh just all the other ones going on and it was it was like it was 
scary for everybody just because it was such a funky time, but it was also, it was exciting in a way because it was just like so new, you know? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So then you, you, uh, that brought you to graduation, like what it was supposed to be versus what it turned out to be. So what, how'd that all end up? Yeah. So, you know, it was supposed to be my whole family. My extended family was supposed to go up, friends. We were supposed to have this huge celebration, and obviously we couldn't do that. Um, my school uh, canceled the graduation. They decided to, like, give us a virtual one and reschedule it for in-person for a later date. I, we'll see if that ever happens, but I ended up going back up to Santa Cruz for about a week and watching the Zoom graduation with all my friends, which was hilarious and <laughs> how do you do a zoom graduation were you like in your gown and stuff oh i did i didn't even bother buying the gown we so everyone had to submit like a slide so that you had to submit a picture a little bio and like your name and then you had to you actually had to call this number and like pronounce your name so that they didn't mess up anyone's <laughs> name and they ended up messing up like half the people's names still that's like college, um, college graduation yeah yeah and it was yeah it was like basically just a slideshow and then there were a couple of speakers there was like a professor speaker and a student speaker but you know given these times they were it was funny because like some of the speakers were like recorded like in like your bedroom like in the dark and so it was just like okay this is so fitting for the time <laughs> like no like one has a, anything a together in a bunker yeah Jeez away from the coronavirus oh man well and like you said that there are some classes you were taking that you would have benefited heavily from taking in person um for the for those of people most of whom probably don't know like uh, you didn't major in uh like basket weaving or anything you you are uh your major was pretty um advanced we would always talk about like what classes you were jumping into in the summer um yeah what, yeah what? I was a, yeah I was a technology and information management major um so a little bit of computer science classes computer engineering there was some econ and then there were a lot of information management classes and actually the class that I was taking in the spring we were put into like teams of three to four with other classmates and we were supposed to go out and interview a small business right. and really work with them on the process of need finding and help them implement like a new like way to like implement technology into their business basically. So that was definitely a struggle to do completely remote because right. I had never even met my teammates in person. So let alone interviewing, like trying to get a hold of a small business to interview during this time. I reached out to like, they wanted them to be local, like in Santa Cruz. So I had reached out to like a couple bakeries and all the responses I got were like, we are just so busy right now. Like, we're so sorry, we wanna help, but like we are slammed with trying to figure out how to deal with COVID, like all the best to you. Like, so it was really hard to not only find a business, but to schedule an interview and then to just, make it work but made it happen so happen. well what a tr what's a trip also though is that like um that that project sounds like it could have been like written for 
uh, for like aid to help businesses navigate all the craziness that just happened. But ironically, it made it really difficult to do while the craziness is already happening, you know? I can imagine that maybe a lot of assignments will be inspired by COVID in the future. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure a lot of stuff will be inspired Not by COVID. Right. Well, that's super sick. Yeah. Uh, so then you graduated, uh, you walked down the Zoom uh, graduation aisle, but yeah, I don't know what stage, whatever the thing is, but you did it and you got your thing. And then you were in Santa Cruz for a while and then we were going to start, we were, we were going to start up camp, right? So we were like working, collaborating on like all of that stuff, right? And training. Actually, on my drive up to Santa Cruz, you had called me and you were like, wait, like camp is on. And I was, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, oh my God. Like, okay. Like I'm driving up to Santa Cruz right now. I'm on the five. I'm about to go through a dead zone, but I'm all in. Like just, I'm in. Like whatever it is, I'm in. Well, and a, a quick a side note about you though, like is one of the coolest parts about working with you has always been, um, I always, I think in the craziness of the summers, like non COVID summers, I'll always say like, like so many texts to you, like awesome, Joni, like, thank you for handling that or handling this or, or a new something new we're trying to implement or a new little speed bump or this or that. You're, you're always like, yep, I'm in, I got it. Don't worry. And like, that attitude has been like invaluable to be able to work with you. And uh, that, that was especially fitting for this, uh, this past season. Yeah. Just try to help in any way I can Yeah, and make your life easier. <laughs> well, it worked. Um, you did, you've always done awesome, but so we were gonna, yeah. What a weird thing. Right. I, I remember that conversation too. I was in, um, I was on, I was in El Segundo outside uh, Blue Butterfly Coffee, and we had that little that conversation. It was like okay, and then we ramped up. And then, um, if you want to know the details about all of that situation, you can listen to episode two. We detail uh, <laughs> detail kind of what led up to the the hour shutdown, um, so to speak. But um, yeah, we did our training, and that it was fun. It was we did a little photo shoot, which was pretty okay. sick. And I even went to the lifeguard, the lifeguard. Oh my goodness. Walk us through that. Okay. Yeah. Back to episode two. This is, I think it was mentioned for like three seconds, just as one of the crazy things that was going on that, that day. But so the literal day that, or like the, on Friday night, we got the information about the COVID exposure. So then Saturday morning, eventually Saturday evening is when we made the call, but we spoke first thing Saturday morning because you had quite a day lined up. Um, yeah, quite a two, two days lined up. <laughs> oh my goodness. So you want to just like walk us through that a little bit? Okay, so uh, <laughs> the weekend before camp was supposed to start, so Saturday and Sunday, camp was supposed to start Monday. I had signed up to get lifeguard recertified because I've been lifeguard certified for the past two years and I needed to do my research. So you know, wake up bright and early, 7 a.m. I'm headed down to Redondo Beach to dive and surf to do my lifeguard recertification. I'm in the car driving down and I get a, a text from Trevor. It's like, like, can, can we talk? Like, I need to, I need, like, I have some news. Oh, God. I was like, okay, so we're, I'm driving. I call Trevor. 
He's like, okay, I just like want to let you know that there's been this COVID exposure with some of the counselors. I like, I don't know what's, what do you think? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm on my way to this lifeguard training. <laughs> this is not only do I, am I about to take like a swim test and have to retrieve a 20 pound brick from, brick from the bottom of the pool. Now I got to like game time, got to make a decision. And so I think we had like decided that morning to just kind of hear what everyone else says, mm-hmm. you know, um, see how it goes, not make any rash decisions in the moment, but also try to be smart about the situation. So I continued to do the lifeguard certification. Um, and when I got there at to dive and surf, um, it was outside. So I was like, okay, this is like they implemented some sort of protocol for the coronavirus. This is good. People are wearing masks. Um, I check in, hand sanitizer everywhere. There's probably about 30 kids, like, or 30 students. There that many? I didn't realize that. Yeah, like, tw- like 25 to 30 of us, and we're doing the research. And so the day's about to start, and <laughs> the instructor is like, you know, it's just really hard for me to wear a mask and talk, so I'm not going to wear a mask, and it's kind of optional for you guys, too. And I was like, excuse me? So he takes off his mask and half the class proceeds to take off their masks too. And I'm like, what is going on? So I scoop my chair 10 feet. (laughs) I'm not going to risk getting coronavirus. Like I don't want to, like I have camp to start on Monday. Like this is crazy, but I'm just going to go with it. And the day just proceeded. We didn't jump in the pool right away. Um, If anyone knows anything about the dive and surf pool, it's inside. So I was under the, impression that maybe they had like done some coronavirus protocol where they were only going to take a few of us in time fast forward to about 4 p.m um i were like on like a little break and i talked to the instructor i was like hey like what's the plan for the the swim test and for like the rescues because i've been certified before like to practice the rescues you need to physically touch people and like pull them out of the water and like strap them onto like the the backboards and everything and he was like oh yeah we're just gonna do all of that at five o'clock and I was like yeah but what are you gonna do to prevent to like social distance and he was like huh we've never had anyone um be concerned about that um this these past like six weeks like during the pandemic and I was like so I'm the first person to raise a concern he was like yeah and I was like okay like um yeah i don't i don't know um so then i think at that point i called you and i was like okay like what do we do like any more news on what other people think and i think at that point you were just like not worth it to risk any more exposure like like it was already kind of like we're leaning towards the more like no side so i just i left the lifeguard certification and that night everything we we canceled it all Definitely a, a sad choice, but I think, you know, the right one. Yeah, it was a heavy, it was a heavy choice. It was heavier than I anticipated it would be actually, uh, just because of like how hard we worked to get to that point. And then like, it felt like pulling the plug was deflating for sure. But yeah, I, I, I think um, once the dust, the dust settled, uh, you know, we had, we did what we had to do, you know, but um, yeah. that's, I, I think we also spoke at like your lunch break. 
uh, when you were there. And I don't know, I don't think you knew the details about the swim test at that point. You were, it was still kind of up in the air. But I remember we were walking the line of like, you know, weighing what uh, the other directors had said and we were all kind of commiserating. And uh, you, you were like, in the like, Joni, I'm just gonna do it mindset. You're like, you know what, I'm here. I'm just gonna stay. I'm like, okay, you're you're gnarly, awesome. Um, and then once we knew later in the day that it was a for sure, like we're not gonna do camp. It's like, why jump in a in a pool with thirty other people and whatnot? That that's not in, in an indoor pool. So yikes! If you're listening, you need to adapt some COVID protocols to your lifeguard certification. <laughs> yeah, word to the wise. Word um, to the wise. That was a little yikes. Um, okay, well, in this fun, this timeline, we, uh, we can't, camp is canceled, lifeguarding, you got, you guarded your own life by hightailing it out of the lifeguard training. And then, um, yeah, so like, since that time to present, like, what, uh, what have you, what's been going down? What have you been up to? So since then, I finished, oh, I was taking a Shakespeare class. That's I right. I finished my Shakespeare class. Um, somehow in my four years at Santa Cruz, I managed not to take my textual analysis general education requirement. So the summer I took Shakespeare for six weeks. It was actually super interesting. And if anyone is interested, um, I had a great professor at SMC, highly recommend. Um, but it was great. So I finished that probably about a month ago. Um, so I was busy doing that. And what have I been doing now? Just hanging in there, trying to, you know, apply for jobs and, you know, I don't know, walking my dog. Speaking of dogs, Beautiful I- dogs. Beautiful <laughs> transition. Speaking of dogs. Yeah, what are you up to in the dog genre, Joni? In the dog genre. So, for those who don't know me, I have a beautiful, big black Labrador. His name is Jax, and I love him so much. We go on walks all the time. He is probably six years old, but still has the energy of a little puppy. So when we walk, we have to walk for like three plus miles every time. Wow. And living in sunny Southern California, sometimes that can be hard because you know it's hot. I don't want my dog to get dehydrated um you know all of that all of that good stuff so um oftentimes i'll try to plan our little walking route to where we can stop at dog bowls because a few of my neighbors in the marvist area have put out dog bowls filled with water in front of their yards that you can stop at and your dog can drink so i was walking jacks one day and i stopped at one of these dog bowls and i got thinking wouldn't it be amazing if there was some sort of website where you could see where all the dog bowls are in your neighborhood so i got brainstorming i called on a friend who i knew could help me build a website and i was like okay let's do this let's get a pup bowl map and we are going to build a website where you can see a map of all the dog bowls in your area. You can register a bowl, you can map a route, and you can just learn more about this little, I don't know whether to call it like a company, an idea, like a business, whatever. It's not really a business, we don't really sell anything, but like, you know, this little thing that we have going. And it's it's so awesome. Um, right now we, 
I put out a bowl in front of my house. I have ordered bowls on Amazon and started spray painting and like painting over them to like put our logo on it and everything. And I've been trying to give them to friends to just get it started. And we've actually started to get like some organic um, people to like sign up, like people that I had never like met before are like signing up their bowls. It's really cool to see. That's amazing. Yeah. I even started like a little Instagram for it and everything. And I like get followed by like these little dog accounts. It's so cute. <laughs> that's so sick, Joni. Yeah. I, yeah, that's how, um, so yeah, like it, the, your account, I think started following me or champ camp or something. And then I was like, what is, this is random. And then I saw your, I saw your picture and I instantly knew you were up to something, but, um, that's so, that's so incredible. And so, um, how do, how can people register a bowl or so like, do they have their own bowl and like register it through the site and, and yeah. like let you know where their bowl is kind of a deal? So, so it's totally just, yeah, I, this like all was started just a couple weeks ago. So it's very, we're very much in the process of figuring out exactly what we want to do. But so if you already have a bowl in front of your house, all you need to do is go to www pupbowlmap.com and it'll bring you to our website and you can just click register a bowl and you know you just type in where your house is you put your name you can add a picture you can add a little message to the people that are viewing the website and then um, it'll just pop up on our map um, but the other thing I've been doing is because you know I know not everyone like has a bowl and I want to get the word out I've been um, making bowls and just giving them to people like I actually talked to Tim last week and I asked him if he was, cause I know he has a dog that he loves so much. Yeah. I asked him if he would be interested in putting a bowl in front of his place. Um, and it was actually really funny because he was like, I would love to, except for all the people in our neighborhood, never pick up their dog poop and we don't want to reward them. <laughs> <laughs> but he was like, I have the great idea. There's this cute little park by my house, Woodbine Park in the Culver City area. Um, he was like, there's a little free library there. There's this other um, little company that gives out dog like poop bags. Um, you should put your bowl over there and like I'll help maintain it and all this stuff. Awesome. So we put, um, we put a bowl in Woodbine Park and we actually got some followers that have like walked by. It was really cool to see. Um, and yeah, so I've just been like trying to make a couple bowls and give them to friends and family to like spread it out around this uh, neighborhood. That's so. amazing. Yeah. And, and that's in you just a couple of weeks ago and just yeah. kind of like from walking around with your dog, are you just kind of inspired to get? Yeah. Rolling? Yeah. That's amazing. And I, I mean, one of the cool parts of like all this downtime with quarantine and COVID is like, you know, ideas like that just, you know, pop up and then like, yeah. look, look at you now, you got bowls and an Instagram account and, uh, it's a real thing like in the world now. So I, I'm really stoked for you, Joni. That's really sick. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I'm really excited about it too. I hope just to get the word out and people help keep dogs hydrated everywhere. That's right. Yeah. It's about to be really hot. So it's a perfect time. Uh, yeah, it's supposed to be like 90 degrees on Saturday. I know. <laughs> you remember that app that I downloaded uh, when we had a thunderstorm at camp last summer? What, wait, which app was that? Uh, you remember the day that we had the thunderstorm and like canceled camp? Yeah, I'm sure you'll never forget that day. Right? I think we've had about one of those every summer. 
Right. The last, last year's just because we had so many camps going at the same time was particularly yeah. dramatic, but yeah. my regular Apple weather, like it snuck up on me that didn't show. So I like paid two ninety nine for like a, like a weather, a true weather, like Doppler app. And anyway, that app I still use every day. That's claiming 93 on, on Saturday, dude. So yeah. it's going to be wild, but thanks to pup bowls, at least the, the pups will be covered. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks to pup bowl. Uh, well, and any anything else on your mind that you want to get out to your your fans because they're listening right now. This is your this is your chance. <laughs> if you have a pup bowl, register it. Any type of bowl works, like a old mixing bowl. If you have a bowl, reach out. I have on the website. There's like a contact me like little button. Shoot me an email. I'll drop a bowl off. Like I got, I got a few, so let's You're on it. trying to get the ball rolling. Get the ball rolling. Well, Joni, um, I think you're awesome. I think you, I hope you know that. And, uh, I'm really stoked to just catch up with you and, uh, you know, re relive the timeline of the craziness of the past couple months, but, um, but learn more about, uh, pub bowl and what, and what you're, what you're creating. I think it's, uh, I think it's awesome to, to just, pop up with an idea and then like put it into motion. So yeah. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> Anytime. So uh, hopefully you can come on again. This is what is this? This will be episode four. Um, there will be many more. Uh, so anytime you want to pop in, um, just uh, drop me a line. <laughs> You've been listening to beyond the beach, a champ camp podcast. High fives and good vibes. We hope you've gotten some useful and practical information from this show. And we hope you had fun. We know we did. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, find our website at champcampkids.com and on social media at champcampkids. Till next time, keep the high fives and good vibes. This is Beyond the Beach, signing off.